Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Welcome to Couples Therapy. Hey everyone, my name's Andy. And I'm Naomi. And on Couples Therapy, Naomi and I, we are a real life couple. We are two comedians. And we are the wonderful hosts of a live show of the same name. And on this podcast, we bring to you the best sets, our favorite sets from that live show. And then Naomi and I, we talk to each other here in studio. I'm looking at you right now in your eyes. We're taping this in the middle of a heat wave here in Sunny Los Angeles. Oh my God, girl. A heat wave. Things are on fire here. <laughs> it's generally living in LA is generally living in. <laughs> there was a I'm making him, because I said we tell each other probably once a week, we're not going to shit talk LA, just in general, for our fucking yes. health. And then for you guys too. You know what I mean? I don't want you feeling like you're hearing the same thing every week. But then I'm also like, you know, I want Andy to be free. I don't want to police him. But I'm also like, girl, we got to get positive. So I'm too. Which is a new, <laughs> I'd say new for you to say, we got to get positive. I know. I mean, it's definitely not my nature. Look, 
it's it's 110 degrees some days here. <laughs> Things are on fire. You might say it is like hell. All right, that's it. We'll leave it there. How about it's a positive hell? You we know. have each other. Yeah, we have each other. But we're in this. only uh, we're looking at each other in the eyes because that's the most physical contact we've had in about four or five days. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, honey, in this heat, it's like don't even touch me. All right, I don't even want a damn handshake. It could kill me. Yeah, I put a hand on your shoulder, just like not even like a like overture to any kind of erotic. <laughs> it was no prelude <laughs> to an erotic moment. Yeah, there was nothing like that. It was just a, like a firm hand on the shoulder, like. I'm here for you, my dear. And you're like, get off me. <laughs> it was like Satan had slapped me. <laughs> it was amazing how hot your hand felt to me. And it, like in the house, even with the AC on, it was like, don't touch me. It did. It burned a handprint into your flesh. <laughs> That's how hot it was. So basically, we've been spending the last few days, us and our two cat children, we just all kind of hunker down in one room, basically. Right? I would bunker say hunker. We're bunker hunker. Uh, we go into one room because our apartment's old and so we have different AC units, but you can't have them like more than one going basically or else the whole place is going to collapse. So we just go into one room together. We make the cats come in because you know one of them's obese, honey, and he's got to stay cool. He's got to. One time, this was years ago when we first started, when we first lived together. Our first apartment. We came home one day and he was panting and overheating and we flipped out. It was a fifth floor walk up, New York City in the summer. Naturally. So yeah, all the heat just rose to the top <laughs> and just surrounded our dear Prembly. And we come, he's like, and like we flip out, we call the vet, we we freeze, stick some uh, wet towels in the freezer and then wrap him in that. Eventually it cooled him down. But ever since then, I've been so paranoid about keeping him cool. Exactly. So now, you know, when it's 110, when the pavement is dangerous, it's so hot. You know what I mean? We've really had to take care of him. So we basically spent the weekend laying next to each other but not touching each other with cats at the foot of the bed. Yeah. And honestly, I've never felt better in emotionally. Physically, it's very uncomfortable. It's real Willy Wonka in the <laughs> oh. Chocolate Factory style. Yes, we were the grandparents. <laughs> All four of us head to foot trying to make it work. It's let's how do I describe the heat here? You know like when you look in the when it's hot out and you look in the distance and everything's like wavy. It's all like yeah. shimmery. Uh, you can see like a shimmering skull, like a whole, the, <laughs> a whole skull face in that shimmer. That's how dangerous it's been here uh, in Los Angeles and the rest of the country. I mean, everything's a nightmare. If you bring up the fact that everything is a nightmare one more time, like truly, truly. I'm sorry. Yes, this this show is supposed to be a respite from the hell we're all in. So, OK, that's it. I will stop. Oh, my God. Do you see like what? So basically, what you can tell is that Andrew and I are not positive people by nature, and it is a moment-to-moment struggle to stay upbeat. And we do our best. Yeah. I think we do pretty good sometimes. We uh, do pr- what's pretty good sometimes? We call that, what, a 65%? <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, it's pretty good sometimes. A D? <laughs> it's a D. Mm-hmm. I'm a <laughs> 60%, D minus wow. for us. Wow. We try. Hey, you know what? That's all you can ask for. We try to be positive. We try to stay cool. Yeah. We try to live our lives. We try to love our lives. We try to love each other. <laughs> and I think on that last one, we succeed. Yeah, we do. Oh, my God. If it wasn't hot out, I'd almost kiss you. <laughs> you know what else we do, Andy? What else? We try to bring people some good old lols. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what this show is about. Lols 
and no lulls. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'm into it. I'm That's into it. That's a t-shirt. It. Don't you dare make another. <laughs> this one stay merchandising. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to be present in this life. You know what I mean? I cannot monetize all of it. And true. Look, I don't want to monetize it. I just want the t-shirts there. If they were free, I would love that. You I just, just want, want the t-shirt to be on. Yes. You just want to be able to put it on. Yeah. And be like, look. Yeah, I want. It's, it's an elaborate. It's like putting a drawing on your parents' refrigerator. Times a hundred. A hundred percent. And then, exactly what and then people out in the world pat you on the head and say, oh, that's so, you did so well. <laughs> oh, Andy, good work. Oh, that's so funny. Lulls, not lulls. Oh, I, you know what? It sounds better when I can read it. Yeah, when that's I can wear say. it. It sounds yep. better when I can wear it. Yeah. Uh, we should get to the first set, though, because these are two of our favorite people, period. And they've been regulars on the live shows. Yeah, for years now. They've yeah. Been, they've been coming out, and I met them back at UCB years and years ago. Yeah. Um, you guys, we are really excited to bring you this first set from Hilarious Comics and Best Friends, Josh Sharp and Aaron Jackson. Yeah. Okay? They're comedians and actors who you may have recently seen on The Opposition with Jordan Klepper on Comedy Central. So good. They are UCB regulars. They wrote and starred in the hilarious stage show, Fucking Identical Twins. Yes. And you can see their Jared and Ivanka videos on Funny or Die. You guys, get into it for Josh and Aaron. Roll it! Hello, how are you? Hi. How's everyone doing? Lovely to be here with you. Um, I'm Josh Sharp. This is my dear friend and two-time sexual partner, Mr. Aaron Jackson. Sometimes you get um, drunk at a dinner party and you end up sucking your best friend's dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then sometimes it happens again. Yeah. You know, so... That's just how it is. That's We've had a lot path. of good gay dinner parties in our day. Yeah. Not all that erupted in, you know. Um, er- erupted in, in <laughs> sex. Into sex. Uh, yeah, some of them were just about the food and company, uh, <laughs> which is nice. And, well, we just did Thanksgiving, and it was food yeah. and company, and then three hours of YouTubing the Jimmies. Are you yeah. all aware of the Jimmies? Do you know what the Jimmies are? Yeah, truly no one, and you shouldn't. They're Teach a, the children, Aaron. Teach a, the children. They're a height... It's a high school musical theater competition where kids from around the country come and compete to win. I don't know what. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is to watch these high schoolers like live and die. <laughs> and they had the, in, the, in round one, they have to wear the costume of the character they were like nominated so for. So like Jean Valjean is standing next to the Beast, next to like Tarzan, standing, yeah, uh, next to like someone from like How to Succeed. And they're business. all uh, a part of it. You you come out and you do your one verse and the rest of them have to do backup right. so truly you're watching like Seymour Seymour's <laughs> like doing some of Little Shop and, and yeah Beast is just behind like doing this it's really it's good it's really funny it's and really then, good and then they get to you know do the, their own solos and that, those are fun the Little Miss Saigon gal is a Jimmy's finalist the Little Miss Saigon gal <laughs> that's Miss not Saigon a demeaning gal. way to refer to an actress <laughs> The little Miss Saigon I think she's gal. She's 22 years old if she's a day, and that's why I, I'm being ageist. Yeah, I'm that's being true. Right that's here true. On stage. She was really good in it, though. I haven't seen it yet. She weeps it. eight shows a week, yeah. and it's really well, good. Well, you know, no six. She doesn't do the. Um, oh, actually, you're right. Never mind. She's trash. <laughs> she has. She, you're right. She, she has an understudy the for the matinees. Yeah. Never mind. She's fucking trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, she sucks. <laughs> we did earlier this April. His husband, who's a yeah. wonderful cook. 
on the 105th anniversary of the Titanic, cooked the full 14-course meal they had on first class the night it went down. For six of us. That was, <laughs> that was gayer than the time we sucked dicks after dinner, yeah, for oh, sure. He also for made, sure. He also made us each like a, a little pamphlet of a real first class woman, and so like that was, uh, and so we all read who we were, found out if you lived, if you died, us, some of us died, yeah, and it was like wow. Uh, my woman, my woman chose to stay aboard with her husband, yeah, in a way that's like okay, and then my that's the patriarchy, you know, my woman, <laughs> yes. My woman, and this is fucking true, was an actress. She got, like, a week later, wrote a screenplay about the Titanic, and they fucking filmed it, and she wore the real clothes she wore on the Titanic in the fucking movie, but we lost it in a fire. We lost the film. Isn't that so fucked up? <laughs> that would be... She's like, everyone died? I'll make a movie. Like, we, we make fun of, like... What, uh, what's her name? Amorosa, we're making fun of her because she wants a book deal, but it's like, this bitch made a movie a week later. <laughs> a fucking movie. <laughs> like, about the people she survived. <laughs> she, you know, like, because she was rich. It is really <laughs> something. It's really fun. It is really something. Okay, anyway, so having cemented our gay bona fides, we're now going to... Um, yeah. We want to play a game with a gay member of the audience. Are there gay people here? Okay, Yay. yeah. Is there a gay person who will come up and play a game with us? It'll be so easy. You're mostly a prop. Yeah, so if you, you feel hot tonight... We don't make fun of you. We don't make fun of you. Um, will someone do it? Yes, yeah, please, come. Give great. it up. Give it up for them. Welcome. What's your name? Sarah. Everyone say hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Great. So we're going <laughs> to play you some clips. There's a bunch of different rounds, and in all of them... Oh, sorry, this is the new phone. It has to see my face. There we go. Um... <laughs> It's oh, really yeah. true. That's how I get in. Oh, is That's that That's the true? security. Yeah. Oh, I hate Scans that. Scans your face. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be... Hillary Swank would be able to break into my phone. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be terrible. That's really good. I don't want her seeing my pics. Um, okay. We're plugged in. Let's play a hot jam and make sure it's working because um, I didn't test it before. I have no fucking clue why well, that you make my dreams by Hall and Oates was the thing up on my phone. Yeah. I've never listened to we this We actually song. just lost all our gay credit. Yeah. Uh, that, that oh, I, I think it's from your wedding. Was that on your wedding playlist? You made it. I don't know. Well, you Shut gave up. me the songs. So, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Not anyway, all of them. Um, um, I did not put Hall and Oates of my own volition. I promise you that. I don't think I did either. I don't know. I don't know why this is... This is serial season three right here, figuring out how the fuck <laughs> Hall and Oates got on my phone. Okay, so yeah, we're going to play you some clips, and you're going to guess what they are. Yeah. Um, we're going to play you a couple of clips, um, some sort of uh, diva. Yeah, we're using diva loosely. Diva loosely. In the gay sense of, like, usually, like, famous in a very marginal way or deranged or, yeah. you know, like. Disenfranchised. Disenfranchised. All of these a diva makes. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> um so this first round. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. The first okay, round is about Bjork. Bjork. Do you like Bjork? Yeah. Do you like her new album? Love it. Uh, we do too. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah. We went to Iceland. <laughs> this is crazy. We went to Iceland earlier this year and we were yeah. walking around and our friend was like, that's Bjork's house, by the way. We're like, that's Bjork's house. Yeah. He's like, yeah, right there. We're like, oh my God. He's like, you don't have to whisper. And we were like, no, no, we, we do. do. This is, this, this is, is a church. This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had um, to whisper. <laughs> so this first round is called Bjork or a baby. So you'll hear two clips. You'll hear a baby, and you'll hear Bjork, and you have to identify which is which. Are you ready? Um, okay, okay, clip one. 
assistant! Okay, and two. I put it, the horn stab in both to fool you. Sorry, she's hung over. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play him again for you. One. Assistant! Two. Okay, what do you think, Which Sarah? do you think is Bjork? I think the first one's Bjork. Wow, that is correct. That's correct. Give it up for her. Here's the, the second one is a YouTube of a baby freaking out in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. This is Bjork or the brakes of a car. Yeah. yeah so Bjork or the Bjork brakes, or the brakes of, a of a car. One. Okay. Two. That horn stab's in there again. Yeah. It's pretty tricky. It's making it hard. Okay. What do, yeah, what do you think? Um, I think the first one's Bjork. Wow, you yeah. nailed it. You do you like nailed Bjork. It. That is so good. Yeah. Okay, one more on Bjork, and then we'll move on. This is Bjork or a dolphin. Bjork or a dolphin. So a this dolphin. is the first one. And here's the second one. After the first one, y'all thought it'd be easy. <laughs> Fuck you. That one's <laughs> fucking crazy. One of those things um, is a dolphin, and one has the same voice box that we all have. Yeah, it's truly <laughs> fucked. It's truly fucked. And makes that sound. It's truly fucked. Do you want to hear him again? Here you go. One. Two. Wow. <laughs> what what do, you do you think? think? Which is Bjork? I think that you're fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. Bjork's fucking with all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually. No, I, I, I do think that the first one is Bjork. Oh, my God. I thought maybe the, uh, the fact that I couldn't edit out the ocean waves would have been a... But no, the number one is a dolphin. <laughs> the second one is this Bjork. This is the dolphin. Now, here's the second one with context. This so is you the can whole hear, line. Yeah. Yeah. So, the lyric was... You're, You're all alone, yeah. and her read was that. <laughs> so, for the actors in there, you know, make a choice. Yeah, make is, a, is the lesson. I always love imagining, um, like, the sound engineer in the booth being like, I, I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you paid for the day, but <laughs> yeah. uh, we got it. We don't it. need another take. Um, okay, let's do some more. How are we on time, Andy? Perfect. Oh, okay, wow. we got time. I think we'll do we'll do maybe all of them. Okay, yeah, great. This is um, this is Jesse J or Morse code. You okay. know Jesse J. Jesse J. Yeah, yeah, she's like a British pop star. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're actually killing. doing a great job. Okay, <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, you had low thoughts of yourself as a gay before tonight. <laughs> Stereotype of the gay, you know? Yeah. You never, you never really know. And, you know, <laughs> it's a very political question these days. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Jesse J or Morse code. You yeah. ready? Okay, or. Or. It's pretty tough. That one's hard. What do you think? Sarah? What do you think? Yeah. That's a really tough one. Um, I, I gotta go with the first one's Jesse J. Wow, That's yes. Correct. Congrats. That's correct. That okay. was Jesse J. Here's one that i pretty positive is only funny to us. This is Rihanna or Rhiannon. Yeah. Is it Rihanna or the Fleetwood Mac song Rhiannon? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here you go. Okay. Or. 
Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My bet is no. What do you think? Which was Rihanna? I feel like I'm being tricked. <laughs> I, I, you're not. <laughs> the first one was undoubtedly <laughs> Rihanna. Yeah. Very That's good. correct. Very That's good. correct. We've definitely done this live where we did three rounds of that joke, and it doesn't get funnier. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it's the same joke. But we'll just do one. Let's do this one, and then we'll do the sort of piece de resistance. This one gets really gay. This is Pierce Brosnan or a bottom. Right. So one of these. So Pierce Brosnan's <laughs> in a film. He's acting in this clip. And then, so is the bottom. <laughs> um, yeah. So. so this is Pierce Brosnan or a bottom in a Helix film. A Helix studio. Which is a porn studio yeah. known for the lack of hair on yeah, there. Yeah, for the young actors. and hairless actors. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, that's one of them. Okay. <laughs> and here's the other. Don't let Coach It Hurts fool you. Yeah. <laughs> that could be from the scene. Pierce has been in a lot of sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> You want to you hear, it, hear again? it again? I love Sarah that. Sarah wants to hear it again. <laughs> this is oh, put it on Sarah. Sarah. Okay, here's one. Sarah. <laughs> so again, only one of those is a person taking a cock in their asshole. <laughs> here's the second one. Oh, 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 coach, it hurts. What do you think, Sarah? Number two would be a bottom. Yes, that's, that's correct. correct. That's correct. The first is Pierce Brosnan crying yeah, in a movie. Yeah, he's crying. It's so bad. And we always forget the name of the movie. It's really Sorry. bad. Sorry. <laughs> we definitely know the name of the other movie. It's Kyle Gets Fucked by Coach. Yeah. That's true. Helix. <laughs> Look at it. It's really gorgeous. Okay, we'll do one, one more. One more, and then, and then we'll be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is Elaine Stretch or a goat. So... <laughs> Y'all know Elaine Stretch? Yeah. Yes, good. She's See? a stage legend. Who's, okay. Who's dead? Who's dead? Um, and a goat who, honestly, TBD. I, I have not followed up on this goat. I don't goat. know if this goat is alive or dead. Here you go. Okay, one. Ah! Or. Ah! I mean, come on. Ah! Ah! They're in the same fucking key. Same note. Same Sing note. Same note. That's wild. Give that go to Tony. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What do we think, Sarah? What do you think? Which of those won a Tony? Elaine Stretch won the number one. Yes. yes. And the second was a fucking goat. Okay, everybody give it up for Sarah. We're going to give you one American dollar. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Excellent work. You won. Um, okay, that's it for us. Thank you, friends. Have a nice evening. Goodbye. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can we take a minute and talk about skims? Now, you know I'm a recent skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims Basics and Foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the Soft Smoothing Seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers. But I'm still trying to look put together. And the Soft Smoothing Seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out there is a particular technology that the folks at Me Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't wanna have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I hope you loved that set because they are uh, our favorites. Best friends and two-time sexual partners. <laughs> I mean, my God, what better connection can two people have? And you see what it brings to the stage. Um, you see the magic. You see how they translate those feelings into humor. It's like what I love, though, is like, you know, Josh and Aaron met each other. and It was like, oh, you get me. You know what I mean? I almost was like, sometimes I'm like, wow, like that is what friendship is. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about friendship stuff. You and I have been talking about it, Andy, because it's like, you know, we're in this new city and we're trying to find new friends and find people. There are people who we knew from New York who moved out here. The relationships aren't necessarily the same or we're not super close. So we're like, how do you make friends? Well, yeah, there's a, it's a dual-edged sword. <laughs> it's a dual-edged sword. <laughs> a I'm dual like, I stopped myself. Sword. I'm like, that's a metaphor, right? Uh, because it's tough to make friends when you move to a new place. So we're here in L.A. We're, I mean, a year in, it's still pretty yeah. new. But it's tough to make friends in a new place. This is tough to make friends when you're an adult. Right. Because I, I, this, I was thinking about this a lot because – I do a lot of interviews with musicians, and so I've been on a lot of, uh, like, a lot of PR people send me, like, check out this new album. And I'm in my 30s, my late 30s. <laughs> I'm so paranoid. And you can't, first about, of all, you don't look a day over 24. Thank you. That's so nice of you. I'm so paranoid about my age out here. We're like, if you're not <laughs> a Snapchat star by 14, <laughs> you're a desiccated corpse <laughs> floating in Norma Desmond's pool. <laughs> That was a <laughs> that was references for everyone from age <laughs> ten to sixty. So I'm I, I I get a lot of albums and I'm by this time in my life I know what I like and I know what I think even if I don't like it I know what I at least know is good, right? Or you know objectively a decent album, and so I can listen to a song for like ten seconds and be like, nope, I'm I I know who I am I know what I like so I can listen to a song. Same thing with people, right? I can hang out with someone for an hour and be like, I like you, but I don't think we're ever going to yeah, get any deeper. I don't see a future here. Yeah. We might yeah. be able to talk about Metroid, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it. But how long can that last? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's not more than one conversation. What? Once a solstice? I mean, really? What are you doing with that information? Girl, it's five minutes. <laughs> well, my thing, and I feel the same way, though, where I'm at when it comes to socializing is I'm not willing to pretend anymore. You know, I spent a lot of high school and college saying I like stuff that I'd never actually seen. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to go with the damn flow. I was like, sure, Pulp Fiction is LOL. 
The Godfather is riveting. Anything like an arty white boy wanted to talk about at a house party, I was like, go on. And it was like, no, you don't care. And why are you lying? And so now I don't want to do it anymore. But the thing that's tricky is like, I am good at small talk. Oh my God, I can bullshit. Tell me everything. Um, comedian Michelle Buteau talked about that on her uh, uh, Netflix special. And I was like, yes, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm, but I'm also like so drained by it. You know, oh, yeah. it feels like work to make small talk. Small talk is the verbal equivalent of a vampire. It's a verbal vampire. <laughs> I also find like, especially, you know, as we get older, like, I just feel like I'm just so sick of going to parties and then like having a conversation with a stranger about their food allergies or about their sudden decision to eat clean. Food allergies are not a personality. Okay, and I don't want to get wrapped up in it. If you want to talk about the staircase, I'm in. Let's unpack that. I could even roll with an in-depth discussion of anime or some dense fantasy novel. Paint me a picture. Take me on a journey. Do you, you know, know what it is? Like, I, when we were younger, I don't maybe I shouldn't speak for you, but when I was younger, I, I think this is for everyone, though. Like, we were more malleable. You'll, you're willing to accept another person. You're like, oh, I'll go along with that. Sure, I'll... I'll dress up in a suit, yeah, like, go to a ska show, <laughs> because maybe we'll be BFFs. Like, I can't skank anymore. <laughs> I can't wear a newsboy cap and a skinny tie because we might be friends, even though inside I'm just like, I, I can listen to, I like horns, but I don't, I don't need this. I like horns. I don't need this. He says. I don't need that. You love referencing Sky, and I wish I had like met you during your Sky days because I cannot imagine you in one of those little suits, like what a bright color. It's like too big on everybody. Wasn't that the vibe? No, two tone, black and white, baby. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of like Zoot Suit Riot or something. You're like, thinking of the Cherry Pop and Dad. Okay, okay. Yep. That's a line even I wouldn't cross. Okay, that wasn't your vibe. Yes. Okay. There's two <laughs> things. There's two things I would not dress like that. I would not wear a John Popper harmonica vest. Okay. Those are the two things that that there's there's things that are a little too far for right. young Andy. But it feels like the thing is too though, you probably know now by listening to us that we're like judgy and difficult. <laughs> so another problem is like so we want to like make friends but then we have trouble like finding the people who are like fun to hang out with and that that is of course is a couple that we both connect with. Which okay, you know? so the other day we went on a, a double date with some friends of ours. We have, we had had a group hang before. We had gone to their place for a party. But this was the first time it was going to be just the four of us. Yeah. We were really going to get in. We were going to really get a chance to establish ourselves. Yeah. Who who we are as people. Do you like us? And uh, we realized, we went to dinner with them, and we realized during dinner. Or after. Well, the whole time. It was just, I, that Naomi and I are both the same. There's a reason I guess we were attracted to each other, you and me, <laughs> is that we're both the same kind of like anxious, neurotic, paranoid person in a relationship. <laughs> because I'm in the conversation, but I'm also not in that conversation because I'm like constantly like, did I say something stupid? Did I? So we, they also work in uh, Hollywood, you know, in TV <laughs> and stuff like that. And during the conversation, I kept jokingly pitching shows. Right. Like silly jokes. Silly shows. One of them was called Ride Over Share, which was like a reverse taxi cab confessions where you're in this a Lyft or an Uber and your driver is confessing things to you. Yeah. I think that's a funny, I mean, it's not a real show, but I think it's yeah. a funny, and then um, Law and Order 
podcast crimes was right. another one. Obviously, these are obviously jokes. They took them as jokes, right? What was the vet one? Chicago like, vets. Yeah. And and like so we're just riffing like again. Yeah, we're, like, it's we're dumb. goofing. But then like, we... he he said like I said Chicago vets, and he's like, oh, the tagline would be all vets are off. And it was like he gets it because here's the thing about them too. Like they are. You have to keep in mind again. We're overthinking because like. They're honestly probably the best pair for us because they can talk about like comic books with Andy and drag race with me and we can all be there in the world. And then you can do that thing, you know, as couples where like one person goes and sits with the other person, you know, like splits off. So you can like each have our individual moments. And it's just like, it's really, you know, I woke up at three in the morning. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I woke up at three in the morning with anxiety because I'm like, what if they thought I was really pitching those shows and I <laughs> wanted them to like help me do it or be in it? I know on an intellectual level, I know they got the joke. I know they knew I was kidding around. And yet my brain was like, hey, 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 turd. <laughs> Because my brain bullies me. I yeah, think yeah, your yeah. brain bullies oh, you, too. naturally. Yeah. And it's constantly saying terrible things to me. Yeah. Uh, or throwing terrible images into my consciousness. But it's like, hey, what if they thought you were serious? I know. Now you've ruined it. Like You've ruined this friendship, Andy. Way to go. <laughs> I literally came home and I was like, Andy, I like them so much it worries me and I want them to like us back. And it's like, we're both thirsty. We're both so, so thirsty. And it's like... Okay, how do we get clear? How do we get our heads right? How do we just... Because here's the thing. I just want to get to the point in the friendship where you can just, like, text somebody and be like, what are you doing tonight? And just go to their house and hang out. Like, I, I just like the part in every relationship where you have... You stop working at it. Can't we just all <laughs> sink into it? At what moment can I show up in my pajamas and sit on your couch? So, wait. Okay, hold on. Maybe it's not just L.A. Maybe it's not it's just being adults. Maybe it's tough to make friends when you're a neurotic and or a lazy person. <laughs> Maybe that's our maybe that's our character default or defects, right? That I'm neuro we're both neurotic. We're yeah. both kind of lazy <laughs> at heart. You're not. You at least fight your laziness at me. Who honey? I, I fight lean it, in. but I'm lazy. Can you lean into laziness? Is that the opposite of leaning in? All I know is that's what I want. And it's like really hard. But it also reminds me as we try to make friends and we're going out, I'm like, oh right, this is why I hated dating. Because I'm now trying to like make good impressions and want people. It's like, ew. You should write a book called Lean Out. And it's just you lazing on it. No, my book lounge. is not going to be called Lean It. It's going to call Lie Down. <laughs> and it's just going to be about just me. I'm on the floor. I done hit the floor. When leaning in has broken you. That's it. Lean Out. No, it's like the, the cover is a, a car window. And you're like sticking your head out just like what in the breeze. I like my <laughs> version better. Hey, Naomi. What? Before we get to the last set of the episode, why don't we go to another commercial? How do you feel about it? I'm really In your into heart. it. I'm ready great. for it. All right. Well, folks, stay tuned. We've got another great set coming up. But first, here's a commercial. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm -hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. 
five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. Welcome back, babies. Who's our friends now? Who wants to be friends with us still after <laughs> Now that our... you know that we're needy and neurotic. <laughs> after after we just spilled our desperation out there <laughs> like an like an oil spill like a truck f- turning over on the highway and spilling its wares everywhere uh. that's <laughs> that's who we are as people Naomi <laughs> you guys we want to give you one more set one of our favorites uh. one that we loved uh from the meltdown in Los Angeles it features two friends Solomon Giorgio and Casey Lie love and we love it. And actually, Casey is a regular, probably one of our most frequent performers. He's been on the show three times with three different friends, which is like, wow, <laughs> you have three different friends. And so that's like pretty oh, cool. throwing it in our face, why don't you? <laughs> you have three friends? Um, okay, so Solomon and Casey are comedians based in L.A. Casey has performed at festivals all over the country and is the host of the podcast Gay Power Half Hour. He also co-hosts the monthly show Some People Like Us at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles, and you can see him in the film Out on Stage, which premiered last month. Mm. Solomon Giorgio is a writer, actor, comic who's appeared on Conan, Comedy Central, True TV, IFC. He even wrote for SpongeBob SquarePants. What? He tours around the country, and you can buy his album Homo Negro Superior online. Love it. Give it up for Solomon and Casey. Roll it. Thank you. Solomon's my least favorite kind of friend to have in this city because he's much more successful than I am. So every time we hang out, it's always <laughs> like, fuck, you buy the cocaine. Yes, that's... <laughs> and I'm the happens. worst friend because I'm always like, buy the cocaine. I'll buy the cocaine. He'll do the cocaine. Um, well, but to be fair, I, I became successful, you know, being born in a refugee camp uh, with a poor family. All right. And... What little state are you from? I went to Dartmouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. He's from Rhode Island, you guys. Yeah. It is an entire state of rich people. He could have. It's not true. It's <laughs> rich people and goombas is what it is. I don't even. Rich people and goombas. Sure, we're the ocean state, but that <laughs> fucking ocean is full of dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Wealthy dead bodies, though. Well, and yeah. That oh. is what's important. Okay. Oh, your sob story. You came from Africa. <laughs> you were poor in a refugee camp. You, but then you moved you. to Seattle. Yes. And that is also a very wealthy Yeah, city. very it wealthy is. white place. You fit right in. It. I've, shut up. Isn't it? <laughs> he's the gay African, and I'm the one who's HIV positive. Isn't That's that hysterical. Nuts? Um... <laughs> That one's nuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's I love that joke. Uh, that's a good fun joke. That's like a that's a joke we can only do together. Actually, yeah, which is never separately. <laughs> Every time I do it with anybody else, they're like, "I'm not HIV." Like, po- you are now. You are now for this joke. <laughs> that's like having sex with me. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. He's undetectable. It's a sur- yeah, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you guys know really the science. A whole stigma. It's a different thing. It's not what it used to be. No one just can get it now. Except for you. From like a toilet Um. seat. (laughs) I got it through. Oh, this is what we were going to talk about. We were 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 supposed to end with this, but he went right for the closer. Well, Um, you know, I'm hoping not to end with the (laughs) HIV. 
Everything's fine. I'm fine. I take a pill a day, a couple pills of Molly a month. I'm thriving. Everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, Don't fine. worry about she's it. I'm going to live forever. We wish she would die. She yeah. is forever. Uh, forever. <laughs> How dare you? I'm kidding. I love her. Um, um, uh, <laughs> a lot of ums. <laughs> the, uh, what we were going to talk about was how like we were friends because uh, we're kind of like party monsters. We're awful party monsters. We hang out. We were going to talk about what are the worst things. Oh, my God. <laughs> all the happened. terrible things we've done in our lives um, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't have the time for everything. All the terrible <laughs> things. Uh, well, we, well you, we met. Uh, you say I don't remember the first time that we because met. Because we met in San Francisco nine years ago. You don't remember It that. was at the Burrito Festival. That was <laughs> that comedy. was five burrito years ago. And comedy. But there, it, there was a burrito festival, not a gay thing by any means. Um, yeah. Unless we want it to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Burritos and gay sex actually don't go hand in hand. That's you would. <laughs> be real. Like, you want to have sex? I just ate a burrito. <laughs> no fucking way are we fucking <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. Where did we meet? <laughs> Where I were we? I forgot. I, I have forgot. no idea. Where did we meet? Um, well, we li- like nine years ago in San Francisco at an open mic. You don't remember. I'm sure I do. You, she does not. Um, you left a memorable impression. No, I didn't. Yeah. I. But it. W- but we. We. We got like we met each other a few future a few years later, and then we. Um, then we. We were just having fun as friends, and then we're like, wait, we both love drugs. Yeah. And. <laughs> <sighs> they've man. expanded our minds. Yeah. <laughs> And I've and forgotten of all of 1998. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I drank poppers in a glory hole club. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Please explain how that, that happened. Do you guys know what poppers are? Yeah. Who doesn't? We, we know who the fun people are. Poppers, uh. <laughs> it's like a whippet, but you, for your butthole. Like yes. you, um, you do it and you get like really excited and want to have sex. And I've um, never used it during sex. Really? Never Just once. for social reasons? I literally... A guy left it in my room, and I was, like, curious, and I went to my two straight roommates at the time. I was like, you guys want to check out Poppers? So we did Poppers and then just watched Shaq uh, commercials. It is funny to me, like, because I, when I moved to San Francisco, I didn't know, I didn't really move to be a comic. I moved to be a gay. And, uh... And I started hanging out, like, there I was more friends with gays than I were with comics. And then when I moved down here, I became more friends with comics than with gays. And what's funny, it's... When it comes to partying, it's a very seamless transition. No, it's <laughs> really because everyone's up till 8 a.m. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, because gays are the only group that are as like perpetually, but f- in a fun way, damaged as mm-hmm. comics are, and so like we're all seeking some like real fun time. Yeah. Uh, we're we're trying to find some sort of validation oh. in some hole somewhere. So um. I went to a glory <laughs> hole club one time when I was seeking out. I know how am I supposed to be positive, but um. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Look, it was a mis- you all. We, I've always, I've always, I've always said like it, what I did was no different from what fucking straight people do all the time. I went out, got fucked up in the head, irresponsible sex. Mm-hmm. The only difference between what happens with us and what happens with you guys is that we can't abort the worst thing we get. So <laughs> that is just the only difference. Don't you dare shame me. Don't you dare shame me. Don't you dare shame me for my <laughs> fucking actions. Okay. And no shame on abortions whatsoever either. I'm just saying we're all the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could have gotten rid of it, though. Wouldn't that have been great? <laughs> if they were like, if the doctor came in and was like, oh, no, Mr. Lyre, just uh, um, some unfortunate news. I so just want to let you know that your age should be positive. It would have been nice to have heard afterwards, would you like to keep it? Uh, <laughs> be like, well, my part of it might have been... It uh, might have been part of God's plan, but no, you can flush it. You can, fl- you can flush <laughs> it. I don't even know the father's name. All right. <laughs> 
Correction, <laughs> fathers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, anyway, so the poppers. I mean, at this point, that's just like anticlimactic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I went to a Glory Hole Club and I someone gave me a little bottle of poppers. They're poison. It's yeah. poison. It is a video um, cleaner. But you huff it and then but I didn't know what it was, and so I drank it. <laughs> and I'll tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel? I was the cutest little boy in that fucking club, one. <laughs> but also never the bodily fluid that no one wants to see in a fucking <laughs> Glory Hole Club is vomit, is all yeah, that it is. It's the number one. It's it was that. I should have learned my lesson. But I didn't. I leaned. <laughs> I leaned in. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I can tell. In. I well, I don't. Ha I'm not HIV positive, but I, I did. Um, I did give myself chlamydia twice. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, <laughs> um, I went to Is an this orgy. Recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I once went to an orgy, um, and it was a meth orgy, and <laughs> a meth orgy. I I've never been to a meth orgy. No judgment. First of all, no I judgment. wasn't. I didn't. Hashtag. I didn't do meth. I didn't. At the time, I was. Uh, first of all, that's also not a good reason to stay at a meth orgy. Like once I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't do meth. Well, then you should have left. You should have immediately <laughs> <Yeah>. left. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's better than people because he didn't do meth at the meth orgy. <laughs> he thinks he's no, better. I'm still uh, a garbage person. I stuck around, and they were like, funny. "Do you want to have sex without a condom?" And I was like, "You know what? Why not?" Continue smoking meth. Really? <laughs> and I'm the one. <laughs> so all I walked out with was chlamydia. And, <laughs> and your dignity intact. Yeah. And you're fucking holier than thou. I don't do meth attitude. So I walked out. Have you gotten meth from a... Have you gotten meth? Have you gotten chlamydia from a meth head? Yes. yes. Have I done meth? No. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done the math. Yeah. Oh. Seriously, at least you would have had more fun. Anyway, I went to the doctor because of the drippy penis that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's a symptom. I love how I'm judging. <laughs> I'm back here being like, ew, I'm judging you. But go on. <laughs> go on. And uh, well, when they get, it's a it's it's a really simple shot. It's an antibiotic. It clears it up very quickly. Um, however, she was like, "Don't drink for three days." And I was like, "Sure, I can easily do that." She didn't say, Solomon, don't do fucking Molly and cocaine. <laughs> We're really giving our 24 hours with your best friend Casey. <laughs> it's so funny because he was like, he didn't tell me why he was like, oh, I'm on antibiotics, I can't drink. And I was like, chlamydia? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She knew immediately. It was, didn't take very long for her to figure it no out. No judgment. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, I legit, like a month later, I was just like, oh, it's back again. I haven't had sex for a month. What happened? And it's like, well, it's because back I gave it to myself. Back. I gave, right. I brought it back. I've, I, it, you, you can't kill it that way. And <laughs> wait, you didn't, you, 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 didn't. The antibiotics didn't get rid of it. Well, the antibiotics would have gotten rid of it if I didn't do the aggressive amount of drugs. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> no, it I is don't very think true. That's true. <laughs> Seeing as it came back again, I and I. Too. Didn't do anything I else. <laughs> I think you probably put a dildo on your butt. On your, and, and, and you didn't what do you think? I'm just rolling dildos down the street and just shoving my ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you, you know that old joke? How do you name a gay person? You just roll a dildo down the street and see and hear the sounds. And that's why it's all like glitter, bling, bling, bling. Oh, my that goodness. That we just that got, oh, my God. What uh, are you doing? Um, uh, anyway, tell us how you got 
the HIV no! positives. No! <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if all of a sudden I'd clam up and I'm like, how dare you? I got it. I went, it was during Pride uh-huh. in San Francisco. Super hack. I know. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> super hack. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I went, ho- oh, this is funny. I went home with a, uh, with a thruple. Yeah, Do that's you know what a thruple is? Three people who are all in a relationship together because people in San Francisco are the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all had uh, sex and they gave me HIV. Really, only one of them did, but it <laughs> sure did feel like a group effort. You know what I mean? No matter. Sure did feel like a group effort. I like to say I got HIV from a family. <laughs> <laughs> but no meth. No meth. No meth. Just Molly. Oh, that doesn't sound. But that's the other thing is people were like, oh, like that's what I've hit rock bottom, and um, that's why when people are like, oh, do you need to like. Like I'm not like an alcoholic, and I do have some sort of a drug <laughs> problem, but no much, no worse than like, like these these people doing meth orgies, you know. And, like, and, I'm, always, and I'm always just like, but I mean, the worst thing that like happened to me, and I like dealt with it mentally, yeah. and now I so now I'm, I'm just very still proud down of for you. a good time, just anyway, safer. Do you want to go do a bunch of Molly and cocaine right now? Sure. All right, bye guys. <laughs> Oh my God, Solomon and Casey. They have each done more debauchery <laughs> on their own than I think the both of us have done in our entire lives. They put it out there and I was like, oh, I love when people just tell all their business. It's like my favorite. <laughs> it makes me feel close to you immediately. Yeah. And it shows me that you are, it's almost like so, it's like you living your truth, doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? I loved it, loved it, loved yeah. it. Yeah, especially because I come from this like very waspy area of Pennsylvania where right. everyone kept everything buttoned up. Right, Pennsylvania Dutch Drew. That's, yeah, it's that's like, uh, hey, I once stole a ski ball from Bolarama, and that's like the height of my like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, debauchery. I couldn't think of another word. <laughs> Everything's debauchery. You're a real wild child. Right, right. My bacchanal was taking sporks from Taco Bell and I had Naomi as a teenager I had like 30 to 40 sporks <laughs> on, on a shelf in my bedroom okay before we go I just want to tell you you said spork and it reminded me of the fact that when I was in pre-k I, I uh, stabbed a boy with a spork for trying to kiss me okay <laughs> I did not break skin it was a damn spork but I defended myself and then I got in trouble so I want everybody to know at the age of four I was told that I couldn't defend myself with a man man a little boy (laughs) they're all men (laughs) anyway you guys thanks for listening to this episode yeah thanks so much i want to talk more about the spork sometime in the future we'll (laughs) get into that uh guys thank you so much for listening to the show um if you live in los angeles first saturday of the month at the virgil is the live show you should come out to that we're probably going to be in new york in the future so keep your eyes ears and other orify peeled <laughs> for that information uh you can follow the show on twitter at naomi and andy naomi's on twitter at blacktress i'm on twitter at andy beckerman and holler at us on instagram at couples therapy pod you can also go to couples therapy you can get tickets you can get a whole bunch of info some fun random pics why not all right guys see you next week 